Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 294. And today, we're actually going to kick off a mini-series. So starting today and over the next, I'm going to predict the next month and a half, maybe two months, we're going to talk about a series of episodes related to a topic. Now, if you're new to the podcast, uh, last year or last season in 2019, the podcast was formatted by mini-series. I had a collection of episodes covering a range of topics. And for those of you who are following the podcast this year, I haven't done uh, what I call serialized topics. I haven't really done a lot of miniseries. They've been mostly week-to-week episodes. But over the next couple of episodes, starting today with 294, we're going to be talking about recording an audiobook. And this is something that I worked on. Uh, over the last couple of months, and if you listen to episode 291, that's my conversation with my good friend Angelo Spinello. He's the author of the book, I Am a Professional Metalhead, and I had the honor of being the voiceover for the audiobook. And I've had people uh, contact me and reach out to me and say, hey, how did you do that? How, how did you do the audiobook? I'd love to learn more about it. And so let's talk a little bit about that. Audiobooks, many of you may be fans of audiobooks. It's 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 something that's been around for quite a while. I mean, I think audiobooks have been around for over two decades. And it used to be in cassette tapes and CDs. And then obviously over the last decade or so or however many years, uh, it's been more in the digital format. And today... It's so popular. There's so many people who listen to audiobooks. It's a great way to consume content. I, confession, I've only listened to a couple of audiobooks, but I've really enjoyed it. It's a different way to read a book. And for many people, it's ideal for commutes, uh, for travel. And for those who just like audio content, if you like your content delivered to you through audio, because podcasts are such a popular uh, medium now that a lot of people naturally will gravitate to audiobooks. So we're going to talk about that process, and I'm going to cover in this mini-series everything from whether you should record an audiobook, how to get acclimated to it. I'll talk about the technical process. I'll cover the equipment and software, but I'll also cover things such as working with an author, the right workflow, and all of that good stuff. But again, I'm going to recommend, if you want, check out my conversation with Angelo on episode 291. We actually talk a lot about this process. And on that episode, uh, I go a little bit into the technical, and I, I mentioned, you know, I might cover this in a future episode, so this is it. This is the next couple of episodes we're going to go into the actual process of recording an audiobook. But let's start with step one. Should you record an audiobook? And I'm going to recommend that uh, the first thing you do is just do an audit, a self-audit on what your experiences are when it comes to recorded media. And one obvious one is podcasting. Do you host a podcast? If you host a podcast and have done so for a while and pretty consistently, then you're probably a pretty good fit to narrate an audiobook. Now, I will say it is a different experience. Recording a podcast is very different than recording an audiobook, both in terms of the content. One is more scripted, whereas the other might be more freeform as well as technical. The technical requirements for recording a podcast are very different than recording an audiobook, and we'll cover the technical a little bit later. Look at your own experience with public speaking. Have you done a lot of public speaking, and have you done public speaking events that have been recorded? So for me, I've done quite a few presentations and speeches in my career, 
And I've had many occasions where they've been recorded. I also did a TEDx talk in 2018. So if you've done a lot of public speaking, you might be a good candidate to record an audiobook. Here's one that's pretty obvious. If you have done any acting, and I have done some television and film acting, I've also had voice training, and I've done a little bit of voiceover work, then you're going to be a great fit to do an audiobook. In fact, there are a lot of books out there that are marketed with specific voiceover talent, and there's a whole category of actors and actresses who do nothing but voiceover work. In fact, anytime you watch an animated film or an animated series, Many of the actors, the talent behind the characters, are voiceover artists. You rarely see them on camera, but they do a lot of work in recording studios. And oftentimes, they will also be hired to do uh, voiceover narration for audiobooks. And in fact, that can be a really good marketing uh, strategy is to highlight that you have a celebrity or a voiceover talent doing an audiobook. Uh, so that's a natural fit. If you've ever had any sort of voice training, it, it, whether it's in singing or public speaking, I think you're probably a great candidate for an audiobook. Certainly, if you're an actor, even if you're not specifically a voiceover actor, if you've done any sort of film or television work, you've had training, you've had vocal training of some kind, and you're going to be a pretty good candidate to do an audiobook. And then, of course, if you have none of those things, you might be brand new, and this is just something you want to try, in which case I'm going to encourage you to go with that. I'm going to encourage you to explore that. However, I do think there are certain things you might want to figure out before you decide to just jump in and hire yourself out as a voiceover talent or offer to record a, an audiobook. So let me back up and share with you a little bit of the story of how I ended up recording Angelo's audiobook. And uh, we again, we do cover this on 291. I'll have it linked in the write-up. But uh, Angelo's book came out in December. It did very well. It's, it's, it, it became a top seller. I think it ranked number one in his category on Amazon on release. And it's since won uh, a fairly prestigious award and has uh, quite a few write-ups. And as early as December, as soon as the book was out, I, I read it pretty early on. I was one of the first <laughs> waiting for the book. And I really loved it. I love the book. And I, one of the things that really spoke to me is that I learned so much about Angelo, who I've been friends with for over 20 years, but there were things that I didn't know about his uh, backstory, which is covered in the book, particularly related to his family and his his love of music and how that became a big part of his life. And as I was reading the book, I kept actually hearing his voice narrating it, and Around December, maybe right before the holidays, I said to Angela, I said, you know what? The next thing you should do is think about doing the audiobook. And when I say that, I was actually trying to encourage him to do the voiceover because when I read his book, I heard his voice simply because it's his story and I've known him for so long. And we talked about this and he was definitely open to the idea of having an audiobook version of his book. But he wasn't sure about the recording it part. And this conversation carried over into January of this year. And uh, I thought he would be a great candidate. I, I still think he would be a great candidate to do an audiobook in the future. But he was a little bit reticent to do it. And he, I, I think he was not necessarily feeling it in terms of him being the voiceover. And that's one thing you should know is that oftentimes 
authors will not necessarily do the voiceover for their own books. And there are a variety of reasons for that. There are many authors who the the spoken word or the recorded word is not their their medium. It's not their what their comfort is. Their specialty is is mostly on the written word, getting the thoughts and the ideas out. And oftentimes they will outsource or hire someone else to do the voiceover work where their publisher will will hire someone to do the voiceover work. In fact, uh, fun story, my other friend Alyssa Carpenter, who I had on the show, uh, who also released a book recently on how to listen and how to be heard. It's a workplace book. It's a really good one. I recommend it as well. She actually uh, is going to be doing the audiobook for it, and she actually had to go through an audition process. Even though she's the author, the publisher actually wanted to audition the right talent to make sure that they had the right voiceover talent. So she actually had to audition and she got it. She actually, you know, landed the uh, the part of being the voiceover talent. So she's going to be recording that in the near future for release uh, sometime this fall. So that's really exciting. But just know that it's not necessarily the case that if you write a book, that you're necessarily going to be the right fit to record it or that you're even going to want to be the voiceover for your own book. So keep that in mind. But let's say you're just starting out. What is a good way to test the waters? And that's what I want to start with today. I recommend if you don't have a lot of experience podcasting, public speaking, or acting, or voiceover work, there are two easy ways that I think you can test the waters. And I do recommend test the waters before you decide to go all in. Number one is if you don't host a podcast, get yourself as a guest on one. And I've talked about this uh, in prior episodes. I, I did a whole other series on podcasting. But you probably have an expertise, whether it's related to your day job, your business, or a hobby that you're passionate about. That would make you a great guest for a podcast. And I recommend just go onto Apple Podcasts or hop onto Spotify and search based on topic. Let's say you're a fan of a particular TV show or you're you're into a specific hobby. Search for podcasts that are interview-based or conversation-based and go to their website. See if they are taking guests. I do recommend that. Don't just pitch yourself to a podcast if especially if they don't take guests. I can't tell you how many times I get pitches even though I'm not taking guests this year. Uh, and and it's it, it never ceases to, to humor me that uh, people don't take, well, two seconds to check out someone's website to see if they're accepting guests. But you're going to find that there are tons of podcasts out there. You can even just hop on Google and find podcasts on a particular topic that are interview-based. See what their process is for getting guests. And I think getting on a podcast as a guest is a great way to test the waters because that will give you the experience of actually recording on a microphone, recording audio that's going to be played back publicly. Because remember, recording an audiobook is for public consumption. And if you're not used to this, getting on a podcast can be a great way to test the waters. Another way, which I think is even simpler, is to simply take your phone or your computer, open up the recorder app, and just start practicing. And back when I was an actor, one of the things that uh, I used to do to practice was to do what's called narrate copy. And I learned this from a great acting teacher, Brenna McDonough, 
who uh, I learned on-camera acting from, and she would actually have us uh, each recite copy where she would give us a script or a portion of an article, and we would have to uh, narrate it on camera. And that did two things. Number one, it got us used to narrating copy or reading copy, which is what you're doing when you're narrating a book. You're you're interpreting someone's written word uh, as an audio version of it, but you're following a script. Secondly, this will get you comfortable with the uncomfortable, because I will tell you, if you have no experience where you haven't done a whole lot of recording, you may feel very self-conscious when you hit the uh, record button, and it's a natural feeling. Don't be embarrassed by that. And you're also going to feel a little self-conscious if you've never listened to yourself in playback, because there are two aspects of this, the recording and also the listening and reviewing. So I recommend knock that self-consciousness out of your mind. And in fact, uh, in the case of uh, when I took the uh, on-camera training with Brenna, that was another thing that she did was that she used immersion therapy to get us used to acting on camera and watching ourselves on camera because that can be a very intimidating, self-conscious uh, situation. But she used immersion therapy where she just threw us in there and made the whole class watch each student in playback. The more you get used to doing that, recording and listening to yourself in playback, the more comfortable you're going to get. Because by the time you actually narrate an audiobook, you're going to want to focus on the performance rather than getting used to the fact that you're recording and listening to yourself because you want to be pretty comfortable with that. All right, that's it for today. So those are some considerations to look at. Look at your own past experience and try it out. Experiment by either being a guest on a podcast or just do it yourself. Use a recorder at home. And uh, next week, I will talk a little bit more about working with an author. I'll share a little more of the story of how I ended up being the narrator for Angelo's book after he decided he might not be the best fit. The write-up is at bemovingforward.com. Have a great week, and I'll be back next week.